0: The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion, and the latest around the Broncos as the season continues. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. Going to do a little Hall of Fame talk as we have the 15- finalists announced as a couple Broncos involved in this discussion. I'm assuming you know who because he's been around, well, as a finalist for a bit. So we're going to get into that coming up today on the podcast. But first, our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip it, and jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Chef Andrea Varela and that locally sourced. Rotating seasonally fairs just tremendous. Head on over there The Tap 14 on the web. is tap14.com. Tab14.com. So, the Denver Broncos get two modern era finalists, as that was announced uh, by, of course, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Former Broncos Steve Atwater and John Lynch, of course, both safeties. Longtime Broncos Steve Atwater and John Lynch, uh, four years, a short four years, but certainly for John Lynch, a very productive four years. So... Let's stack them up next to the rest of the finalists and see who mm, could potentially make the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Now, for John Lynch, this has been um, kind of a... I don't want to say a disastrous... uh, Well, disastrous is the wrong word. It's a um, a very... uh, Maybe disappointing? um, Frustrating time. Now, I don't know if he truly... Uh, is that because I think he knows he's going to get into the uh, the the actual Hall of Fame? This guy's been a, Hall, uh, a finalist seven times now. Uh, you're going to make this guy go through the finalist situation seven times. I mean, it's just like man. At some point, you got to think uh, this this guy's a Hall of Famer. Right, all right John Lynch for the last seven years has gone you've been pushing him through this process at some point you've got to say you just put the guy in uh, for Steve Atwater this is the third time he was a finalist uh, back in 2016 was his first year and then of course now 2019 last year and this year in 2020. Now, um, the, the Broncos would, if they were to get Atwater or Lynch uh, into the Hall of Fame, that would join Champ Bailey as the only other Bronco defenders enshrined in the Hall of Fame. Now, certainly, look, uh, that is something that should probably change as well, too, in the future, but uh, that's for another day. John Lynch, uh, for those who did not see John Lynch play or want to know John Lynch's accolades, career-wise, John Lynch was known as one of the most hard-hitting, feared safeties over the middle. This was a guy who just constantly was destroying people over the middle. Uh, He was a menace to deal with for opposing running backs wide receivers are coming across the middle this guy was not afraid to stick his head in there and absolutely lay the wood and actually John Lynch really represents I think the last form of safeties before the NFL began its migration, its change. You know, it, it began to to move towards a more finesse game, uh, more more passing favored. Rules changed for safety, and John Lynch really represented kind of the last of the hard hitting safeties. And it's funny that the Broncos have the two safeties up for the hall of fame because the one prior to him who kind of laid the groundwork for john lynch was steve atwater steve atwater the silent assassin the smiling assassin and just one of the nicest guys you will really meet truly i I've, i've had a chance to catch up with steve several times and just um a good human a great human at 6'3", 2, uh, 218, played his college ball in Arkansas. This guy was just a menace across the middle. Uh, 24 career interceptions, played in 167 games, and really was the uh, kind of like that backbone of hard hitting during his time and has made some iconic plays as well, too. And uh, Look, for the Denver Broncos, this is a... Um, this is a guy who needs to be in the Hall of Fame. He is Hall of Fame worthy, uh, playing the ten years in the career. Of course, he finished his career with the Jets for that short little stint, that twelve game season. But uh, for for Steve Atwater and the Denver Broncos, he is definitely a deserving. And I think this is where I get frustrated with the system. And I understand that you know that timing is a thing. There's you know who you're up against. But when you look at a guy, and I said this constantly when Pat Bolin was up for the Hall of Fame, you know, when you look at a guy and you say, okay, is this a guy a Hall of Famer or not? If the answer is yes, put him in, okay? Put him in while he's alive. Put him in while he understands what it means to be a Hall of Famer. Because otherwise, maybe, you know, look, uh, tomorrow is never promised. That's for you, that's for me, that's for everybody. And I hope that these guys get the opportunity to... Um, be a little, you know, uh, enjoy and, and and be honored to to be recognized as one of the greatest players of this game. Something they dedicated their entire life to do. They should be able to to soak that in. They should be able to to just put aside all uh, of those humble thoughts and say, you know what, I was a Hall of Famer and I was a damn good safety, and you know what, he deserves that. Because all the opportunity, all the all the hard work, the blood, sweat, and tears from—and I'm not just talking about the games. I'm talking about practice. I'm talking about uh, off seasons. I'm talking about the workouts. I'm talking about how they treated their body. I'm talking about uh, preseason, postseason, and then of course it goes prior, high school, college. Their whole lives dedicated to this, and I really hope that some of the best of the best get the opportunity to just soak it in and and be honored. While they're still around because, of course, a lot of these Hall of Famers, they are aging. Now, we are starting to see a little bit more of a younger modern era uh, class as uh, very familiar names that you may be, you know, remember uh, from just even the 2000s. Of course, I mean, John Lynch. A seven-time finalist now, along with Steve Atwater, The rest of the modern era finalist, Tony Baselli, the tackle, Isaac Bruce. Uh, Two wide receivers from that uh, greatest show on turf, if you will, Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. Uh, Leroy Butler, the safety, goes with uh, Alan Fanica, the guard. Steve Hutchinson, who I got to imagine Steve Hutchinson is going to get in as the guard. Edgeron James, the running back. Sam Mills, linebacker. And, of course, maybe the biggest name in the safety position, Troy Polamalu, of course, the former Pittsburgh Steeler. Richard Seymour, Zach Thomas, Reggie Wayne, and Brian Young round out those modern-era finalists. So, look, a um, a group of modern-era finalists will be enshrined uh, in in, in uh, August. Um, the 10 seniors will be officially enshrined during the Centennial Celebration in Canton, uh, which, of course, uh, will be septem- in September. And... Uh look, they were a part of 122 nominees and they've now m- narrowed it down to 15 and for the Denver Broncos, of course, uh, eligibility for the Hall of Fame because of course there is the uh the uh senior side of things, um Dan Reeves and Randy Gratishar. And they are eligible for introduction into the Pro Football Hall of, Cla- uh, Hall of Fame class of 2020. So, look, they're going to elect five Modern Era players who will receive, uh, they, they have to receive the minimum positive vote, if you will, of 80% from the committee. And uh, and then they will be joined for a, uh, a special 10 senior committee that will be included. Of course, players who played uh, more than 25 years ago. So there's kind of a gap that you have to get to. And then, of course, there's the three contributors as well, too. Uh, we saw that in, in previous couple years as well. And two coaches. So the the Denver Broncos and their chances, look, I, I think you're going to see at least one or two guys get in. I actually like Randy Gratishar's chances of getting in this year. Dan Reeves potentially as well too. But when you look at the modern era finalists, this is a tough one. Uh, because you're talking about a, a safety in Troy Polamalu, who I think is a first ballot. This is a no-brainer. Now, there's some other names on this list, and there's one particular Bronco that I think actually has a bit more of a chance of getting in. Is it Steve Atwater, or is it John Lynch? I'll tell you about that next. Welcome back. Broncos Blitz Podcast, presented by our friends over there at TAP 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado distilled beers spirits so let's uh you know to kind of investigate where the broncos could potentially be elected whether it be john lynch or steve atwater let's look back at 2018's ballot to kind of give you an idea of who was passed on who was eligible so finalists last year included uh those who are included on this year's ballot tony baselli isaac bruce alan fanica as well as steve hutchinson edgerin james and of course john lynch as well too now, Steve Atwater, a semifinalist last year, now a finalist this year. This is going to be a tough, tough vote, I think, for Steve Atwater, and the reason being is uh, Troy Polamalu is going to get in. This is a this is a guy who played uh, so many tremendous years for the Pittsburgh Steelers with such a iconic type of play that kind of run around the hair's flying everywhere jumping over offensive linemen uh so tenacious so fast uh he he was kind of in a glory days of safety as one of the best next to Ed Reed I I really think Troy Polamalu is very well deserving is going to get into the Hall of Fame I I I think and as we saw last year I I don't think there is a this thought process that we can't put in multiple uh, defensive backs. I think there is the, it's still this thought process. I mean, look, last year they put in Champ Bailey, and then, of course, they put in Ed Reed. Now, one was a corner, one was a safety. If you are looking at this year's ballot, you're probably thinking, okay, well, we're just straight putting in two safeties. There's actually no corner that is up for grabs, which may actually help them. In the fact that there is no other secondary player. So you're just basically saying, hey, if we're going to put two secondary players in, who is the next name after Troy Polamalu? That's where, well, there's three safeties. Steve Atwater, Leroy Butler, and John Lynch. This is where I think John Lynch has a real good chance of getting into the Hall of Fame. A seven-time finalist. Somebody who, uh, again, was, was known for... Something a bit more than just his great play, he was he he was known as that enforcer over the middle, that hard hitting safety. Uh, all those years in Tampa Bay, and then coming to Denver, I, I think there's some real opportunities that that are going to be a little bit more than Steve's, unfortunately, and and it, it's a real shame because, I mean, quite frankly, all three, uh, Leroy Butler, Steve Atwater, and John Lynch are very deserving. But there's kind of this, it, and and I, and this is where I don't like the, the system because it's like, you know, I, we just answered the question. You know, you ask yourself, is Steve Atwood a Hall of Famer? And I say yes. So put him in. Just put him in. I mean, what? Why do we have to wait around for this stupid system to elect a guy a Hall of Famer? He either is or he isn't. So just make it happen. It just it, it it's mind boggling. So, uh, but certainly I think there are guys who are going to get in this year, and then let's let's go over those. So, we talked about Troy Polamalu. I also think Richard Seymour is going to get in the defensive end, as well as Steve Hutchinson, the guard. He was a finalist last year. I think there's a real good chance you actually see a second guard in Alan Fanica as well, too. And then potentially one of those wide receivers between Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. The greatest show on turf. Uh, Try to get an offensive guy in there because a lot of what we've been talking about, we're talking about uh, backfield, uh, secondary, on defense, we're talking about defensive line with Richard Seymour. We're talking about offensive line, but maybe get a skill position guy in there. And the guys who are up for grabs, Reggie Wayne, of course, the longtime wide receiver with the Indianapolis Colts and Peyton Manning, Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce. So I think you see one of those guys get in. And then lastly, there's that final spot that kind of is, is, is up for grabs. Maybe you see the tackle Tony Baselli was a, a a a finalist last year. Get in, and so I think it's it is going to be a bit of a tight ballot. But I will say this: if you do want to look at that secondary defensive player in that uh, in the backfield and in the, in the secondary, I, I think you you really look at the idea of John Lynch right behind Troy Polamalu as a, a real opportunity. I think this think this would be a different-looking ballot if there was a corner involved, but there's not, and I think that's big for them. Now, that could go either way. I suppose there could be some real momentum for Steve Atwater over John Lynch, but as a seven-time finalist, I do think it is time for John Lynch to get elected into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I mean, quite frankly, you look at all 15 of these guys and you say maybe there's two or three of them that kind of You could you can maybe make arguments against these are all terrific players and and make no mistake. I'm not trying to downgrade one versus the other. They're all terrific players. And uh, this is where I think the system really needs tweaking. You know, you you got a guy who's a Hall of Famer, then put him in the Hall of Fame because these guys work their ass off all life long, not day long, not week long not decade-long, lifelong, to get to this point. And, you know, I mean, who's to say who is a Hall of Famer or who isn't? But you know what? When you got some of the accolades that some of these players are are walking around with, man... Who is to say they're not deserving? These players are just tremendous. So hopefully the Broncos can get a modern era finalist into the Hall of Fame. We'll see how that pans out. Of course, with uh, you know this being the centennial year, um, th- this is a bit of a special year. You're going to see uh, a few more of the pageantry, of course, the uh, ceremonies going around. I mean, there should be a, uh, a nice little... Uh, extra flair, I think, if you will, for the NFL and certainly uh, for the Denver Broncos, you could see a couple, you know, real opportunities, uh, you know, for for Denver Broncos in the future, you know, because we're now getting into the point where some of the uh, former Broncos, uh, you know, the senior committee, of course, uh, we've been talking about Grandishar for a while, Dan Reeves, Steve Atwater becoming more of a finalist present, John Lynch becoming a real serious present in that finalist situation, Peyton Manning is up for the Hall of Fame next year, which, of course, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, and does he go in as a Colt, or does he go in as a Bronco? Hmm, interesting. Uh, You know, certainly when we talk about uh, the five-time NFL MVP, uh, every single time the show highlights... Or graphics, he's always in blue and orange. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) Indy fans are going to be mad at me. So, of course, you can interact uh, with me on Twitter at RonnieKRadio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K radio. On Twitter, you can uh, follow me and, uh, of course, get... Involved with uh, anything in the discussion, whether you have a question or if you have thoughts on this podcast, be sure to drop it to me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. I should note that I think this is a big year for one of the safeties to get in, because when we talk about next year, and I talked about Peyton Manning coming into eligibility. We also talk about Charles Woodson coming into eligibility. We also talk about Rondé Barber coming into eligibility. These are guys that uh, are going to be, we talk about what happened last year when it was Ed Reed and then it was Champ Bailey kind of pushing out the other safeties. And this is where I think it's going to be big for the Denver Broncos to get at least one of those safeties in. And that may push, you know, a guy like Steve Atwater a little bit more down the line. We're talking about John Lynch this year. Well, maybe then Steve Atwater gets pushed aside uh, for 2021 because there's so many corners and uh, maybe 2022 is the year for Steve Atwater. As Elliot Harrison, a NFL.com analyst uh, uh, mentions, Steve Atwater, he he says is going to be in that 2022 class. Now we're talking about a lot of you know, we're predicting way down in the future. I mean, who knows? But to give you an idea of how close I think he is coming, I think this is all accurate. I think you're going to see both those guys in the Hall of Fame before the 2025 season. It's a shame they're even going to have to wait a couple years because, again, we've discussed they are Hall of Famers, but um, that is the system, so they've got to abide by the system. So, Broncos Blitz Podcast, a Hall of Fame edition, if you will, presented by our friends over there at Tap14. Again, check out MileHighSports.com for all your news info on the Broncos as they get into the offseason, our Broncos Blitz Podcast. You're going to find this podcast multiple times per week. You can check it out, of course, always at MileHighSports.com. That's milehighsports.